You're listening to the Sunday Session Podcast with Francesca Rudkin from Newstalk ZB. Okay, so at the beginning of the week, Vodafone New Zealand became One New Zealand. And to mark the occasion, they announced a new agreement with Elon Musk's SpaceX that will enable them to provide mobile coverage for their customers across the whole of New Zealand. So currently, if you're a One New Zealand customer, your mobile service is delivered through the cell phone towers, but this new agreement will mean customers in areas that don't have cellular coverage will be able to use their smartphones to connect via satellite. So at this stage, One New Zealand's mobile network, it covers 98% of the places where people live and work. That is only just over half the country's geographical landmass. So this is a big deal even if it is going to roll out rather slowly, with texting being available from the end of 2024, then voice messages and then data as capacity increases. We've got to get more of those satellites in the air. You're not going to be streaming Netflix or SkyGo anytime soon from the remote areas of the country. That aside, in the wake of Cyclone Gabriel and the incredible damage done to our communication systems, this is good news. But there were a couple of groups who raised an eyebrow at the announcement and did to suggest that maybe these technical advancements were not as exciting as they seemed. Astronomers and trampers both voiced concerns. Now, to be fair, astronomers have been talking about the slow takeover of our night skies for a while now, not just by Starlink, but also OneWeb, Amazon and Astra, who are all planning on launching satellites. And as was reported in The Guardian earlier this year, these low-orbiting mega-constellations of satellites are ruining the images of the night sky and threatening astronomers' ability to make new discoveries. The satellites cause radio interference with sensitive astronomical instruments and they contribute to light pollution or sky glow. And that's one of their major concerns, actually. As Flinders University space archaeologist Alice Gorman said, in a couple of generations, there will be no one left alive who remembers the night sky before these satellites. It wasn't until I saw a Starlink satellite launch make its way across the sky at the southern end of Lake Taupo. It was a line of 45 satellites, clear, shining like stars, following each other closely and perfectly spaced, that I could comprehend what a proposed 47,000 Starlink satellites orbiting the globe would look like and the space junk it could create. This is an issue which needs to remain front of mind. But when it comes to trampers wanting time off the grid, those days are not over. It's only an offer if you decide to switch on your phone and participate. Like all tech steps forward, it's up to you to decide what value it brings to your life and how you want to use it. If I think about the huts I've stayed in, the people I've met aren't the kind to head into the middle of nowhere to spend time on their phones. I'm sure there'll be many people like me who head into the bush with their phones switched off, or maybe on flight mode so you can take your photos. Most importantly, they will still rely for safety on a personal location beacon first and foremost, and probably still wait until reaching the end of the tramp to send that I'm out, all good text. But you can't deny the benefit of 100% coverage. For those who like going off-grid, 
for those who work in remote places, for those who put their lives at risk to search and rescue us when something goes wrong, having another form of communication shouldn't be scoffed at. If you need it, use it. Otherwise, you can forget it's there. It's up to you. For more from the Sunday session with Francesca Rudkin, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am Sunday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.